Happy Friday, everyone listening on. Let's talk entrepreneurship. This week, our founder will focus on hedge funds, crypto, real estate, investing, and everything in between. Blake Templeton is the CEO and founder of Boron Capital, as well as being an official member at Forbes Business Council. He is the leader of strategic direction of the company and will get you thinking differently when it comes to finances, provide tips to help you succeed, and so much more. But you know what we have to do before we bring him on? We have to ask, Blake, what does entrepreneurship mean to you? Man, entrepreneurship is a specific niche of wiring of people. It's less of something you go do, and it's a wiring of people. And it's a it's it's the greatest group of people who transform the world. So you've got to have something that's so great that it's more valuable than what you're receiving in exchange. And the entrepreneurs are the ones who actually make life happen, change the velocity, the trajectory, the atmosphere, the ones who actually make actual dreams come true. And uh, entrepreneurship is what, uh, I mean, that's the key is that it's, it's what transforms the atmosphere. It's what actually creates velocity of money and life. People going out there and finding ways to make it happen when it may not be as clear. There's no directions in this game. There's no ways how to do it. It's the way you do it. You learn from the lesson if it doesn't work out and you move forward. Thank you for kicking us off and everyone else. Welcome back to That Entrepreneur Show. I'm excited to launch a new episode. We have Blake balancing our schedules for a little bit. And of course, we found a way to make it happen. My name is Vincent A. Lancey, and thank you once again for joining us. You can learn more about me on my YouTube channel, Vincent A. Lancey, or vincentalancey.com. This is the show where I interview the founder of a company or brand each week since December 2019 to learn their journeys, their learning lessons along the way, what they need to improve on, you name it. They're here to help you on your journey. You never know which motivational journey is going to inspire you most. This segment is sponsored by Bedrock Business Builders, a small business startup specialist. Start, build, manage. Templeton is a seasoned real estate and cryptocurrency hedge fund manager who is passionate about helping investors invest competently into alternative asset classes like blockchain technology, cryptocurrency, and specific sectors of real estate. There's a lot to learn here. Blake Templeton, thank you for joining our community of entrepreneurs. Hey, it's my joy. I look forward to giving some some powerful life-changing nuggets. I hope you will. And I know you will, I should say. I saw your background, the one sheet that came across to me by your team. And I know the value that's headed our audience's way. Please say hello to our audience on the personal side. Let them know who Blake is. And then we'll dive into entrepreneurship talk. Sweet. I um, started in 06 uh, without a penny in my name. Knew I couldn't defer student loans anymore after dropping out of college. So I uh, you know, burned the bridge behind me and uh, realized that I had to actually step up and own the direction I was going. I went into real estate. I paid for speed, got lots of mentors and uh, went into single family real estate, did 300 plus transactions. 2012, went into commercial real estate developing um, large uh, turnkey oil sector housing developments, then went into apartments. Um, I'm in Texas. I did apartments as far as Georgia. Okay. And what we do right now is it's a hedge fund of um, 
self-storage and mobile home parks, and then a hedge fund in cryptocurrency. So proprietary portfolio where we build corporate, um, build cryptocurrency portfolios for our clients. So we have two separate areas we're going to learn a whole lot about today. Blake, I'll let you pick. Which company do you want to start with first? Let's go cryptocurrency, man. That's, that is where everything is moving. Let's talk about it. Introduce our audience to maybe the basics if they have not gotten involved yet and then give them some advice. Sweet. So first of all, what I would uh, first just give you a, a outline picture of most people think about cryptocurrency as a currency and then there's 18,000 of them and there's so much drama and there's so much camouflage and what do you do with it and how does it work? Um, think about, remove the word currency for a minute and just think about software. Cryptocurrency is software. So Bitcoin, for example, is software. And I'm going to give you a quick analogy that's going to really be a game changer in how you think about it and how you're going to play in this space. So think about the iPhone. The iPhone is software. It's people could say it's like a, it's a phone. It's you communicate on it, but that's one of the modalities. That's a utility of it. It's software. Bitcoin is software. Also, think about the iPhone. It has an app store, and we call that a platform that other businesses are on, like the apps. Well, Bitcoin has a platform called the blockchain. And there's tons of little businesses on the blockchain that are like apps. So if you process the app store, when it first came out, you were like, why, why do I need to have Excel spreadsheet on my phone? Or why do I have to have a personal development app or a healthcare app? Or, but now whatever apps you personally use are like live and die. Like, like they're so helpful for you. Well, that's what the blockchain technology is. And each cryptocurrency that has their own blockchain are the ones that are sustainably valuable in the future. So the coin itself is tied to a blockchain. And what we do in our hedge funds, we, we allow uh, or we bring in each um, specific coin that actually has long-term value. Matter of fact, over the last two years, our management team has created a three-digit return for our investors year over year because we're picking the specific coins that will have massive growth in utility where they have lots of businesses on the blockchain and that's those are the ones that are are have massive value grow long term um and earn or will end up changing the world so um big picture is cryptocurrency is where the digital world is going and blockchain technology is the what brings value to the actual coins that have a blockchain and in the digital world we are going more and more to with certain areas of government trying to get rid of cash really they're trying to get rid of cash make you able to track everything which will be with digital currency be sure to stick around to the end of the episode to find out how to learn more from today's guest his contact info his website all that because we're just getting started now let's hop on the other business you are working on right now yeah so it's you know what we had to do um 13 years into our business is we had to start thinking through like what is sustainable in the real estate world because right. inflation is moving at a the highest <laughs> level it's ever been at. You know, experts say we're at 15% real inflation. So no matter it. what you're investing into, you got to make more than 15% on your money. 
So we put every single thing against itself as an investment from, um, from hotels to industrial to commercial real estate of all kinds, like multifamily to single family to anything and everything to the stock market, S&P. And we realized that over the last 20 years, that the two classes of investments that grew the most were self-storage complexes and yeah. mobile home communities. Huh. So we built a hedge fund in just that specifically focused on those two. And uh, man, it's so powerful. So when you invest into a hedge fund like this, um, you become an owner, a partial owner proportional to how much you invest into each of the investments in the hedge fund. And it's the real real estate. It's not a stock. It's not a, yeah. you know, a REIT tied to it. It's the actual, you know, so this is um, 10 to $30 million properties um, typically 10 to 13 properties mm -hmm. in a, in each a hedge fund. And uh, these are what we call legacy investments where you invest in and then you get to stay in long-term. We never sell these properties. We refinance out, pay the investors back over time. You get all your principal back and you stay in and that's like the cash that. flow money that always pays out. Yeah. Well, congratulations on all the success you're having. I can't wait to see what comes next for you and both of these businesses. But since you are a seasoned entrepreneur, you have your hands in a lot of areas as a founder of the company or brand. What do you find challenging? What are the hardest parts for you? Getting the number one thing is anytime there's growth, the reason, well, like what got you there, what got you here won't get you there. Right or you'd already be there. So anytime you're growing in width and depth in, in any business, you aren't there yet. So therefore there's not a structure for that growth. There's yep. no underlying um, platform or so whether it's yep. growing employees, bringing employees on, whether it's growing your investment portfolio, no matter what it is, um, there's emotional volatility inside you because you're trying to find the equilibrium of, of, alignment. So I'd say the hardest thing, um, the things you have to become most successful at is getting rid of all the noise that what I would call is the enemy's voice, the voice of condemnation, shame, guilt, narrow-mindedness, lack of belief, hopelessness, depression, all the voices that are like there to kill, still and destroy. And getting rid of those allows you to actually have way more clarity, way more understanding, way more groundedness of what's really happening. Yes. And it allows you to keep circumstances from controlling your emotions. Very much easier said than done, but it's something that we need to do our best to actually accomplish. What are some ways you can help our audience out with that work for you in order to do that? Yeah, great question. Uh, number one for me is doing what I call empowering statements. So it's creating statements. The, the enemy you know, naturally creates these statements against you. You know, so it's a physical statement yep. and the enemy is so uh, sly. He, when you hear it, you don't hear the enemy's voice like Darth Vader. You hear it in your voice as if yep. it's coming from you. So it's flipping that. It's like I had the internal strength of a gladiator and the power of the most high God. I, no, no matter what I do, I'm doing it for a purpose with conviction and I will succeed. And, you know, it's, it's taking this empowering statement and and washing yourself in it and changing your entire focus and having this as a repertoire 
that anytime the yucky feelings or thoughts come, you step up and I own the domain that I walk into. So therefore I have success wherever I go. And you just continue speaking that with authority and confidence. And what we're trying to do when you said, you know, it's easier said than done. What we're really trying to do that no one talks about is we're actually, you must change the trajectory of what's happening inside of you. And the loudest voice is going to win out. The strongest emotion is going to win out. The, the, the soul is like, it doesn't know the difference between fact or fiction. So you're going to have to empower truth inside you long enough and consistent enough with enough repetition that it finally says, Oh, there's a new sheriff in town. We actually are going to believe in new truth. And so, uh, yeah, that's the number one way I'd say um, it's, it's uh, the most powerful. And it's, it's the key is putting more emotion behind it. Emotion out loud with repetition consistently. I appreciate the advice you're giving to our audience. It's all the power of positive thinking. We have to find ways to put ourselves in the position to succeed and do this advice. We are a little better off. Can you share one of your greatest lessons learned now, Blake, with our audience and explain why it taught you? Yeah. I, uh, success is a bad tutor because it ends up giving you um, without having that change in trajectory of desiring you yep. know, adversity and loving growth. Um, I found myself in 2009 um, doing better than I'd ever done this first three years, making tons of money. Uh, we were in the foreclosure market. We were um, helping a ton of people and making a lot of money buying and flipping uh, properties. And I became soft and I became where I kind of lost um, forgetting that it was actually God empowering me and God working through me versus me doing it on my own. And so he gave me a you know clear picture of um, I had a bank who ended up was not doing well themselves. And so they just called eight notes due eight loans due that were current, but unfortunately any mortgage company can actually call notes due. And so those notes got called due and because uh, they were having FDIC come in and they were just getting rid of all investor notes. And so that put me in a position where, you know, I couldn't in my own strength fix the problem. Right. And I had to surrender back to God. And I found myself like laying prostrate on the ground in my living room. And I came to like three days before all those properties were going to foreclosure. And I was just like, man, I, I can't take the pressure anymore that like it's, it's too heavy. You can have everything, Lord. You can have you can have my business. You can have this personal house I live in. You can have you can have everything. And literally, it was like as if God told me, man, we could have done this a long time ago if you just would have surrendered. The bank literally called me immediately and said, hey, we're not going to foreclose on any of those properties. Um, just pay 2% down and we'll, uh, we'll redo the mortgages and you're good to go. And it was this massive shift inside of me realizing that it was he was in, the Lord was in control. And I had to actually uh, remember my place and stay in my lane. Having faith in entrepreneurship, you will get tested, tried every day, quote unquote failure a thousand times a week, but you'll find ways to keep going. And one way I find ways to keep going is learning from other people. I have the privilege of sitting down with entrepreneurs each episode and learning from them and their journey. But if you could pick any entrepreneur dead or alive to sit down with Blake, who are you going with? It's a great question. Um, 
You know, I would say, I would say it would be um, one that I've, I've sat down with quite a bit, but I'd want to dig in far more would be Tony Robbins. Okay. Um, I'm in his platinum partnership and I've had a lot of personal time with him, but I would love to have that like pull back the curtain and ask some more hard questions um, because what he's done is he's taken a brand and then he's essentially um, part of the, his business is he's like ran himself and worked hard and pushed hard. But then the last 15 years, he's added on like 20 companies yeah. and, you know, has gained equity in all those companies. So um, yeah, the nuances of um, the deal, I'd ask the hard questions, uh, but yeah, he'd be the one, he'd be one that I'd, I'd love to get more insight on. Since you met him, this is interesting for me. Where did you meet him in person or virtually? Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm in this platinum partnership. So basically, uh, back in 24, I mean, sorry, yeah, yeah, 2014. Um, in, in platinum, his platinum partnership has 200 people around the nation back then. So it's literally 200 people and him, and we'd be in Fiji or India or you know. Um, we went to Canada and, um, so you're actually traveling with him. You're going to his bigger events like UPW and stuff, but, but these smaller events those one-on-one -on -one moments, like you better have your questions ready. You better know what you're going to ask. You better have, you better like have in critical thinking already. Yeah. You can't go with a, a blurry mind, you know, cause like you're sitting before him, you better know exactly what you're going to say. And so, yeah, those moments, um, those moments that, you know, you're asking key questions and you got key answers. Um, man, those are, those are the moments you never forget. Absolutely. Cause I was going to say, normally I ask my guests where they would choose to have the meeting, but you already have. So we'll just segue into the spotlight story. And this week we have a great one. We're going to look into the journey of co-CEO and co-founder of Robin Hood, Vlad Tenev. Let's dive right into it. Tenev is an American entrepreneur best known for his efforts with Bot, his partner in the U.S.-based financial company Robinhood. He's made a fortune with the company and that they founded together and he's become what a legend they call in his entrepreneurial circles. We're going to talk about 20 things that you may not have known about Tenev and his ingredients for success. He went to Stanford University, studied mathematics. He earned his undergraduate degree from the institution and then continued to pursue a higher academic degree. Career learner, some entrepreneurs, no schooling, some have a career background, everyone's different, but you get value and experiences from every step of the way. Now let's dive into some more of the business talk. He did an about face when he met Bot, his partner. Entrepreneurship wasn't something that he had considered as he pursued mathematics. He hadn't previously given much thought to striking out on his own and establishing a company until he met his partner. He was working on his PhD at the time, but his worldview began to open up and expand as soon as the two met. They started building high-tech trading software for banks and hedge funds. They both saw the potential for the programs to undercut retail brokers who charge sometimes high fees for making trades for investors. This is where Robinhood came to play. Many of you have heard of it. It's an app that you could trade on. Tenov took a chance that paid off. We're going to talk about this before we bring Blake back on and talk all things Robinhood. Together, the two did found Robinhood and initially 
Their clients were banks and hedge fund managers, but they wondered how well their new company would do if they offered commission-free trading in the form of an app. This is where Robinhood is based on. It's an app that you can be used on your smartphone or any computer access, any access, any device with internet access. This platform is offered completely free of charge and trades soon enough exceeded $2 billion before they knew it. Blake, what are your takeaways from his entrepreneurial journey and Robinhood as a whole? Yeah, it's very fascinating. Um, one, you know, you've got to actually go big and you've partnering is one of the big things. I think you can have a massive takeaway from um, leveling up those you partner with you, the, the desire, you got to bring something to the table, but you know, leveling up and having um, the greatness come from a mastermind like that. Um, his partner bot had, had massive um, depth and width that uh, he specifically didn't have. So I think that's a huge thing is um, you can always cut time, collapse time with partnership. Um, but then it's timing. It's timing and like finding out what the market needs and finding a way to give it to them, even if it's never been done before. Um, something something that's fascinating for me in his story is that the um, Robinhood was actually made for the the bank um, the bank world. It was made for the actual brokers themselves. And then it actually grew to a different, totally different market, grew to a sector of only millennials. I mean, um, 78% of the, of the actual users are, you know, under 35 years old. So, um, some of it's, uh, some of it's just, you know, um, uh, unmerited favor, if you will, you just at the right place, the right time with timing. And you find out that the, the market needs something specific, but, um, yeah, some some powerful um, items in this story for sure. Thank you for all that. And I know as a finance entrepreneur yourself, you would have great insight on this story. So I'm glad I did choose it. And I want to thank you so much again for sharing your whole journey. And in the beginning, right away, you highlighted it doesn't matter where you are right now. As long as you keep an open mind, continue to grow. You chose the Tony Robbins route. You can get into the business that's best for you. He mentioned all of his stops along the way, and he took those experiences into Boron Capital. Where can everybody find you, your company, all of that good stuff? Yeah, first of all, uh, I would love because cryptocurrency is such a um, a big thing. It's its own industry of investment. It's its own class of investments. Um, I want to give your listeners a free masterclass on the secrets to get started in crypto, and then how to build their own uh, all weather portfolio. So easiest way to one get a hold of me, and then two to actually get the masterclass is to pull out your cell phone and text the word invest. So you're going to text the word invest to 877-771-0615. Again, you're going to text the word invest to 877-771-0615. This masterclass is the, uh, the best piece of content we've created just from, um, two hours long, no strings attached, but it will give you everything you need to know to make money in crypto right now. Um, our website is Boron Cap, B-O-R-O-N Cap for capital. So capcap.com. Um, but yes, the this is a powerful uh, masterclass and it's my blessing to get to you guys. Blake, thank you for the generous offer. Everyone that will be in the show description. And we are also at Vincent A. Lancey and at That Entrepreneur Show and all social media. 
Be sure to check out my website for exclusive content, vincentalancy.com. And of course, we are ending the show with a quote. And this one is from the Spotlight Entrepreneur. And hope it motivates you to not give up. There were a lot of people who didn't believe in it. And we had to bang down a ton of doors. We were really relentless. We probably knocked on 75 doors before we actually made it work. Never give up. And thank you for listening. I will see you next Friday on That Entrepreneur Show. Blake, thanks again. Hey, my, enjoy my friends. Let's do it again soon.